For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Any madness happening? Is any 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 madness in, in March happening? That you know, Monday, March madness. It, it's springtime too, as well. Springtime, March, crazy insanityness. Is there anything happening? No, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. No St. Peter's making the Sweet 16. Hmm. We all saw that coming. Uh, I've been loose leaf paying attention to college basketball. Loose leaf paying attention or loose leaf paying attention? Both. Both. Oh, okay. okay. It's, it's uh, like, uh, like I have like a notebook here. Like a... ah. That's you how know, old you know we are. Podcasts, you That's know what podcasts need are. is props, right? Yeah. Um, loose leaf paper. No, loosely, loosely paying attention to college basketball. It seems like it's gotten some. Some pretty interesting results so far. So, uh, how are you guys doing betting wise? I'm st- yeah, I'm still up pretty well, but um, yesterday was like three and three, so you know, not great yesterday. But yeah, I'm still up uh, twenty three and thirteen. I want to say off the top of my head. Oh, all right, not bad. Yeah, um, yesterday didn't go well, especially for my beloved Irish. Uh, they were in that game for the longest time, and then just faded there at the end. And uh, Ohio State got their ass handed to them, and then Auburn, I think Auburn was one of my final four teams, so that didn't go well either. So uh, a rough day yesterday. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Big Ten. The Big Ten is not doing well in this tournament. Uh, bravo, Big Ten. I know you walk around with all that swagger. So what are you now? You're not as good as the SEC in football, and you're not as good as the Big 12 in basketball. What does that make the Big Ten? The Little Ten? ACC. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you got Gonzaga to win it all, right, Panther? So they're still in it. I do. And Barely. My, Barely. my, my shocker team is Houston. I'm I'm riding Houston all the way out to the finals. I thought Tennessee would make a better showing against Michigan. I really did. So that's the that's the one Big Ten school that fucked me. So, and that's pretty demoralizing, isn't it? What's that, Michigan? Yeah, quit, quit saying that word. I, I, I don't have any ill will towards those fine folks up there. None. <laughs> live here and you would it's fine that's fine they really don't know anything about college sports it's so bizarre in this country they have no idea like people care about college sports it's just like a foreign concept to them Mark, am, am i canadian then like because i i don't get i don't get college sports I, yeah, yeah you're canadian adjacent i think <laughs> i'm in new jersey yeah yeah, yeah pretty, that's, that's pretty much it right yeah. there <laughs> let's see i'm trying uh nothing else kansas is still going so fingers crossed uh this was the game i had them uh, hiccuping in but of course i thought iowa might be there so 
Let's see if Providence gives Kansas any problems. And then, uh, yeah, just just looking ahead real quick, you know, North Carolina, they move on. They beat yeah. Baylor. That was a huge upset. So it's got uh, North Carolina, UCLA. Uh, doesn't uh, You know, Jersey City represents St. Peter's <laughs> taking on Purdue in the next round. And I think they'll get their asses kicked there. But it's, it's been, you know, I, I, I was talking to my dad yesterday, too, because, again, my, my dad's originally from Jersey City. So we, we know, you know, it's a lot of people from St. Peter's and, it's just been fascinating to to watch this. But uh, who's who's the coach of uh, Kentucky? It's a uh, 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 it, it's not Calipari. Who's the coach of Kentucky? Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? It's not Calipari anymore. Is it Calipari? Maybe yeah, it's it is Calipari. Calipari. It's Calipari. Uh, yeah. So Calipari's salary, I believe, is six point five million dollars this Ooh. year. It is more than the entire athletic program of St. Peter's. Like all sports, the entire athletic, that is more money than the entire athletic program of St. Peter's. So fascinating, fascinating stuff there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it seems interesting. But, you know, I think, I think in the end of it, you know, you still got Gonzaga in there. You still got Duke in there. You still got Kansas in there. You know, you still got Arizona in there. You still got Villanova in there. So you still got some big name teams that will probably make it into, uh, you know, the, the final four. So, uh, I, you know, all all the excitement I think t- tends to usually happen in the first couple of rounds. I think oh, we'll yeah. start seeing things settle in with the favorites, uh, you know, in the in the coming uh, days. When you fill out um, a bracket, it's a good idea. Generally, may it take three of the number one seats? Yeah, yeah, yeah and right. just kind of toss them in there, and yeah, you do all right. And hope, and hope, right, yeah. right. But yeah, so that that that, that I've now you you've seen Inglorious Bastards where where he is you know spoken as much French as he can. That is the most amount of college basketball that I can talk right now. We need to move on to another topic if we want to keep this opening somewhat interesting. Well, I think we I think we left that in the rear view. It's mirror. it's terrible. It's a bad. I'm bad sorry, one. guys. No, it's yeah, okay. It's, you know, okay. So this morning, about four o'clock in the morning, her cat jumped on my pillow when I was sleeping and cut the like just like cut like the inside of my nose just a little bit with his claw somehow he got there so I woke up with blood pouring down my face at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> it's been a hell of a morning for me it just reminds me of uh yeah, Batman Returns it's like it could be worse my nose could be gushing blood yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's why I'm a dog person just through and through uh, yeah it's a fair point you know, cats no, no bueno. No bueno. No we bueno. have to kill you. Yeah. Panther, you sent me a video. I found it really interesting. Uh, it, it just kind of popped up on my timeline, but uh, the, we'll, we'll play the video. But I, I guess the fan interaction with players has been uh, it's been getting under player skin. Nurkic, who's not even playing, he's in street clothes, apparently took issue uh, with this particular fan, confronted him face to face, and then proceeded to grab his phone and throw it in the stands. So for those of you guys watching live, you haven't seen it, Arch is going to play that video right now. 14 seconds. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. It's just a kid. It's just a kid. Probably still deserved it, you know. Well, well, probably, but the, these NBA players got such thin skin anymore. It's like just they're just it's so easily hurt. It's kind of mind boggling. I, I, you know, I have a theory about this. And before I get to that theory, I got worried whenever Panther sends Arch a video, I, I get worried as if it's suitable for work or not. So um, I'm 
you know. Anyway, uh, I do have a theory about this. I do think that the whole pandemic, not playing in front of crowds, uh, I think that changed. I think that changed players. I really did. I think maybe they got uh, you know, a little used to, a little too comfortable of of not having the uh, the opposing crowds or having people taunt them and stuff like that. I, yeah, I, I do think the last couple of seasons of them, you know, the bubble bubble season and the season after that, uh, really did make them you know more thin skinned uh, or perpetuated it. It's been it's been a it's been happening right. It's been happening for a few years now. But I think you know really the last last couple of seasons jump-started that a lot because um, you are you're seeing players like really not be able to take I, I mean listen it's been a while since i've been to an nba game but i i do recall once it was a celtics bulls game um, no it was a nets bulls game that i went to and uh I'm, i was not a fan of um joachim noah uh of the chicago bulls and i let him know it <laughs> to the point to the point where 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 like I was close enough that Noah smiled and waved at me Ooh. and then went on with the game and and went on to just beat the shit out of the nets. So I mean a different breed of player I'll say of of you know comparing even even like the, Noah's not like old generation. I'm not like back in my days of Michael Jordan. I'm not doing that. This is this is a guy that just played as of I don't know a few seasons ago and just kind of smiled and waved and then went on to destroy the team that you know not technically I was rooting for or whatever the, the home team so um yeah you're seeing a lot a lot more of this uh, as panther mentioned thin skin or or approaching fans uh, you wonder if it's a powder keg are we going to have another you know uh, malice in the palace type thing or are the players too much of pussies that they'd be afraid to get their asses kicked by fans mm, i don't know panther I'd really love to know what the kids said. I mean, because unlike a LeBron, we almost expect this kind of thing. You don't hear Nurkic's name ever thrown out there. Like Nurkic and negativity usually don't go hand in hand. I've never really heard anything bad. So for him to go face to chest, I guess, <laughs> with this fan, it, it just kind of what what was said that really got him unnerved because you just don't hear these kind of things out of Joseph Nurkic. And, uh, you know, now LeBron, you know, you it's too easy to beat up on LeBron and he's really, really the poster child for thin skinned. Uh, it's not hard to get under his skin, but uh, you see, so you expect him to have words with fans. We've seen multiple videos of that, but I we're getting the aftermath, right? I'd love to know what was said to, to trigger this reaction. Yeah. I'm trying. I only got a, I never got a reaction out of a player, but I did get a player to look at me one time. I, this was a long time ago and I, I'm sorry. I can't remember his name. The uh, first baseman for the Seattle, uh, yeah, the Mariners was, were coming to Kansas City, and their first baseman wore uh, a hard helmet on the field. You know, he didn't wear his normal ball cap, and we were just we razzed him the whole game. You know, what's your glove for, stupid? Can, <laughs> why can't you catch the ball if you need a hard helmet? Is it Olerud? Might have been, yeah. Well, I think because I, I, I mean, I, I think Olerud did have a hard helmet. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, how bad of a first baseman are you if you need a hard? You, that's what your gloves for to protect your head, right? Well, only only takes that one time where it hits your head. <laughs> I, mean, I know first basemen suck usually, but Jesus. Well, that's why the base coaches wear them now because they got they've taken enough line shots off their noggins that all the base coaches wear helmets now. <laughs> well, yeah, so so I mean, you, you're making fun of John Olerud. You know, he did have an aneurysm in his 20s, so that's why he wore the hard helmet. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, so I'm, so, I'm tearing yeah. up right now. Yeah, I it's know. You're heartbroken. You're heartbroken, Arch. You're you're, you're <laughs> I, I can hear. I, 
Oh, let me taste those salty tears. Oh, yes. Let me lick them <laughs> right off your face. <laughs> he got a salty tears to go with his nose blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. We don't have um, time for a third story. We really don't. Not, do, not, uh, not I don't even one. know. What, yeah, yeah. We're we talking about that. that. We were going to talk about the grades that all the MLB team. That We can sit on that for another day. Yeah, we can say that. Uh, yeah. John Rollerwood wasn't met, by the way. He was, he was part of that. that uh, oh, well, that uh, explains it. Well, uh, after uh, after uh, no, it was before Seattle. It was before Seattle. Yeah, he he was he was part of that like that um that that Mets All Star defense where uh, you know no one was really uh, able to score on them, but you know to to the Mets chagrin uh, they they couldn't score any runs either. Oh, you know? sounds like a familiar story. So playing with right. the Mets gave him an aneurysm. Uh, it's possible. It's possible that that playing with them, but uh, so I mean th- that team was loaded. They had um, Robin Ventura. Hmm. Of of Nolan Ryan fame, he he was he was at third base for them. Um, yeah, you should have worn a hard helmet team. too. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> definitely could have fucking protected him. Yeah. That's what that's a damn sure. Yeah. Anything else? I, no. I don't know. Let's take no, a break. Let's just talk a break. Let's, let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. Fast as real time data spots discrepancies between different sports books, help users place risk free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch, just the smartest betting software on the market. Use the link in the description and beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. NBA, what have you got? Oh, we're, we're doing sports bets today. I thought we were just going to dig up some some additional like stories to talk about. Are um, we? No. Really. Oh, I thought we're a sports betting show. We, we no one no I one thought we were a banter, banter show. I can't I can't recall what we are anymore. <sighs> we're it flip flops. We're, we're like politicians. We just flip flop whether we're going to be banter or sports betting. But let's do some sports betting and talk about LeBron and the Lakers. Or maybe not LeBron. I don't I don't know if he's playing tonight. Uh, if he is, he will be heading back to Cleveland with his Lakers at a thirty and forty one record on the season, facing a Cavs team that if you took that thirty and forty one record and reversed it, that's the Cavs record. We all saw that coming, right? We all, saw, we all saw the Cavs being 11 games over 500 right now, and, and the Lakers nine games under 500. Um, Lakers got that surprise overtime win over the Raptors on Friday night, dropped the game to the Wizards on Saturday. So now they're playing in their third game in four days, and, and there is question marks over who will be available to play. And I see the King himself listed as questionable for today. Cavs, of course, still without Jared Allen, but listen, there's no Anthony Davis for L.A. And last time I checked, the Cavs still have Evan Mobley, Laurie Markin, and Kevin Love. So front court, check Cavs. Uh, L.A. has 10 road wins on the season this year. I don't see them getting number 11 today. $10 money line bet on the Cavs. Yeah, I, I think that you're kind of safe on the money line. The problem for me is I have them in money line in some of these games, particularly when you get to uh, you know minus five and a half, six points, you get to about a minus 250 on the money line. So I've been... Kind of taking my flyers on the points, and it's a little too close to call. I think Cleveland does win, but those six points, 
the, the Lakers are very capable of losing by six, but LeBron, every once in a while, is very capable of showing up. I'm going to take my chance here and think that Cleveland covers at home with the six. So 10 bucks on the Cavs. Hmm. I'm on the other side, Panther. I like the, the Lakers plus the six. I think they do lose. I think they do keep it close. So I'm going to put my uh, 1% here on the Lakers plus the six. You might be on the right side. I've seen it move down to five and a half. Now. That's what you got, five and a half. Yeah, it's 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 the LeBron factor right here. I mean, it's really if if he plays, then you'll see that line get a tick better. If he doesn't play, then you'll see that line drop. So that's that's a big factor there. Uh, next and last one for me: Toronto and Chicago. Chicago's lost three games in a row, returning home for the first time in a week. Hmm? Home. Uh, Raptors have won four out of five games. Their only loss was that aforementioned OT loss to the Lakers. Uh, playing in a back-to-back, though, so we'll see who's who's available for Toronto. But, man, they got a big win over the Sixers in Philly yesterday. Uh, Toronto's still without Fred Van Vliet. He's out for them, but yeah, Lonzo Ball still out for Chicago. Raptors, they have found ways to adapt, win games when Van Vliet's out there. Bulls, I can't say the same. Uh, w- without having Lonzo Ball out there. They just still don't have that chemistry. When he was out there leading that that Bulls offense, they were like a well-oiled machine. Uh, they just have not been able to find that consistency. Hard to think the Bulls are going to lose four games in a row, but you check them in the standings right now, and they're plummeting while Toronto's on the rise, and I think the value's all over the Raptors here. $10 money line bet on Toronto. This is a very important game for both teams because the, these two and Cleveland are kind of neck, neck, and neck on who's going to fall into that play the play-in game. Toronto's sitting there now, uh, one and a half games behind Chicago, but it becomes half a game with the win here, and things get really, really tight with roughly nine games to go. Um, I, I'm, I'm with Max here. Toronto's playing some of their best basketball. Chicago on that three-game losing streak. And as Max mentioned last week, you got to beat the Kings, right? <laughs> the Kings? You got you. They didn't do that. And now they are really good at home. They're 20, the Chicago's 25 and 10 at home. That was the part that kind of gave me a little bit of pause. Maybe Chicago wins, but Toronto at least going to cover so I'm going to take the Raptors plus those points for 10 bucks. Yeah, leaning the Raptors really hard with you guys. Just couldn't quite get there. I'm, you're, you're going to cash, I'm pretty sure. The thing that jumped out about uh, this game to me, that over seems, uh, the total seems a little high. That 225, it seems a touch high, doesn't it? I, I got Yo, that, yeah, yeah. I got that I coming mean, in pretty much, you know, what, almost 10 points under that. Yeah, I got 211, right? I got this like oh, wow, 107, even, 104 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, that would kind of be what something I'd look at. Yeah. All right. Um, that's it for me in the NBA. I mean, I, I almost I almost took the next one. Panther, are you taking taking the T Wolves? I am taking the T Wolves. Here yeah, I'll, I, that I, wasn't my next thing, but I will I will scroll right talk, over. Talk about that one because I was transitioning into that. Like I I I, I almost bet the T Wolves here. A cat. The the injury to cat is is was kind of made me balk here on an early show, not knowing about his availability. But if cat plays, I think Tim will straight up win. Yeah, and even without Cat, though, Nas Reed has actually played really well for the T-Wolves. And they're they're on that four-game winning streak. They've beaten some really good competition. They beat Miami in Miami. They took Milwaukee to the woodshed by nearly 20 points. Milwaukee, as I've mentioned a few times, has really gotten my attention how good a basketball they're playing. Going against a Dallas team that's lost two in a row, coming off an incredibly long road trip i can't even see on this thing when the last time they played at home was 
but it was before March 11th. So they've been away for a long time. It's a it's a game, the first game home. So that that we've talked about before. So I like Minnesota here plus those points. Probably a money line opportunity. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take those points since we don't really know what's going to happen with Towns here. Ten bucks on the T Wolves. I guess you're I not. Said, you I said, okay, I don't know if you had anything else to add. I'm with you, Panther. Step for step, uh, T Wolves plus three and a half. I, I love it. I think there's a, another money line opportunity here if you wanted to jump on it. So, yeah, I'll put my 10 bucks on Minnesota. Your chance, Max, you can jump on it? No, no, I don't. Listen, I don't want to doom us. I, you know, I had, I had this as a bet until I went to the injury report. And, you know, I do. I, I've, got, I've got Minnesota winning this one handily. What's like, your score in that one? 116, 107. I got Minnesota winning by about nine points. And it's 230, the total. That's another play I thought might be an under. 223. I got that. At, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a look then at Utah going to Brooklyn. Brooklyn is without LaMarcus Aldridge. They're at home, so that means they're without the generational talent, Kyrie Irving. The thing that's got me kind of concerned here is only one. Now I'm seeing one and a half, but Utah has been just playing absolutely stellar basketball as of late. Uh, they've won four of their last five. Their defense has been incredible. Rudy Gobert's healthy. What the hell just happened? Hey, hey, hey. So I moved to SoFi Checking and Savings. SoFi Checking? Are you they know, a sponsor? You know, when you, you, know, <laughs> you know when you open up a new tab, the, the mute, mute tab doesn't follow it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're looking at that uh, Utah here, minus the one. If I can still get the one, I'm definitely on the Jazz here to continue their winning ways. Ten bucks on the Jazz. First, I thought it was his hentai porn. You know, how how is Brooklyn not, like, figured out just to put a fake mustache on Kyrie and send him out as a different player? You know, just, just pretend that he's, he's, he's just a different player out there. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe that would uh, skirt the uh, the laws in New York. Um, I, I I hated this one. I thought something was weird about this one. Depending on your book, I mean, te- technically speaking, you you might be you might be able to get a, a plus line on both sides. Going to the source right now to see. Yeah, if if, if, if you know, possibly might be able to get a plus, uh, you know plus one on each. It, it, it you know anyway. Um, I I like Utah here, but I do have this as a close one. I, I only have them winning by about a point, so maybe maybe that is the reality here. Um, just seems off. It just it seems it seems a little crazy for me. So I'll, I'll lean the Nets if they're getting a point and a half. I'll lean the Jazz if they're getting a point. I guess. So I don't know. Flip a coin. I'll right. lean one of the sides based off the line. It looks like it's. Uh, yeah, you can still get the Jazz plus a point. That's the best we can do. It looks like. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll lean the Jazz in this one. I do not like the. How did you? Why did you pick this one? This one's a mess. It's, it's, it's all over the place. Uh, I didn't look at that stuff. I just look at <laughs> what I look at. Utah should win this game. Um, one more game for me, Max. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off here. Take a look at your Boston Celtics going to Oklahoma City. Who is banged up? Josh Giddy's out. Derek Favors is out. Kendrick Williams is out. Shea Gilgis-Alexander's day-to-day. I don't even know who's going to suit up for Oklahoma City, but it probably will not matter. Because Boston still continues for going into, what, the third month now 
to play some of the best basketball we've seen from anybody all season long. They're 20 and 16 on the road. They've won three in a row on the road, including games against Golden State and Denver. Won those both by double digits. I love the way the Celtics are playing. They've got to beat the Thunder by double digits, right? Right, Max? I'm laying 10 bucks on the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. They have, I think, the third best point differential in the league right now, which is astounding because I think they had a negative point differential heading into the new year. So, yeah, it's it's Whoa, been wow. – uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been three months of just insanely good basketball. You're asking me, can Boston cover uh, 15 points? I – I have them covering about 18, so I think they probably could. I'll lean on the Celtics here. I'll lean the Thunder here. I'm not betting this game. It's not even one I really delved into that hard. 15 points, uh, yeah, so many points. They probably can cover, but you know, whatever. I'll just lean the Thunder. All right, well, that, that is uh, all of the association for Panther. I got one last game to look at. Let's see here. Heat are going to Philadelphia. And I can get the heat plus or you know, minus one and a half now. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I'm still going to do it. Fuck it. I will take the Miami Heat minus one and a half on the road for 10 bucks. You know what Panther says? Vegas agrees. God damn, they do. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I got, I got the heat winning this game by about three points. I think, you know, they're. Uh, I think I think they win. I think they cover here. Um, it's hard to imagine Philadelphia again losing consecutive games at home. Uh, you do have to wonder the availability of of one of their stars. You know, um, you remember like that hype of of Jimmy Jimmy James Harden going to Philadelphia and saying, "Oh man, this team is going to be a team to beat." Kind of been lukewarm, right? It's it's not been dominant basketball from this Sixers team. So uh, we'll see if you know in, in traditional James Harden fashion, if he turns it on in the playoffs like he usually does. <clears throat> uh, I will lean the Heat here. Yeah, this is a measuring stick game for both teams, particularly Philadelphia, who's lost two of their last three at home, lost to Toronto last time out. They did lose to Denver, and even a couple of their wins aren't impressive wins. They beat Orlando in overtime. This it, Max hit it on the head. You know, when James Harden joined the team, it looked like, oh, my God, nobody's even going to beat this team the way they were playing. But they have regressed and just kind of calmed back down to earth. There's not any real notable injuries here to talk about. Jimmy Butler is listed as day-to-day, but I do believe he's going to play. I'm with you here, Arch. I agree. Moral support. Uh, I like Miami. I just didn't have it written down, so I won't curse you like that. <laughs> nice. uh, moral support on the Heat. You just got to imagine Harden's out, right? Because in the back-to-back, maybe he's still dealing with, I don't know, whatever is it was quad or, or hammy or whatever it is. Um, I, that's That's, I mean... M plus two, that line shifting. I think you're going to see uh, Jimmy James out of this one. That used to be an Embiid thing. Back to back, Joel didn't play. Back to back, <laughs> back and knees. That was Joel Embiid. Yeah. <laughs> so there needs to be like, I, I can't wait for the first photo of like Bryce Harper and James Harden to hang out. It's like people who went to Philadelphia <laughs> and just kind of. <laughs> oh, man. That's all I got. You want to head over to the ice? Yeah, let's head over to the ice. Uh, four games, I believe, on the, on, on the slate today. I'm only on one of them. Let's talk this Nashville and Anaheim game. Ducks have lost six games in a row. Eventually, eventually, they will break their losing streak and win a game. I just don't think it's going to be tonight. Predators, they have won three out of their last five. Uh, some weird ones, though, right? I've, I, you know, their 5 4 loss to Philly kind of still sticks out in my mind because, you know, it was unchar- uncharacteristic of Saros to give up five goals. But then the problem is, I've, I've, I've looked at Saros's recency and 
He put five goals to St. Louis. He gave three goals to Toronto on Saturday. So I think he's going through a bit of a funk. Now, fortunately for him and fortunately for the Predators, uh, Gibson has not been very good either. He has given up three or more goals for the last two months. <laughs> the last time he gave up less than three goals was uh, January 31st, I believe. So, I mean, this is a guy that is going to give up goals. I think Nashville can score those goals and get the win today. $10 bet on the Predators. Yeah, only one game that I'm on, and this is that one as well. They just played 11 days ago on the 10th, and Anaheim lost 4-1 to to Nashville. Scoring has been very thin coming <laughs> for, for the Ducks. They they got blanked by Florida, 3-0. They've got a, a 2-1 loss, a 4-1 loss. Like They're just having a hard time finding the net. Nashville is the better team. Uh, I'd like this a lot better in Nashville, but we probably have to pay about 250 for that. So I guess I'll pay the 160 and put $10 on the Predators. Serious question here. Is puck line? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, think, maybe. yeah. I, I think I think they care. They, I mean, he, Saros is going to bounce back. Like, he's too good of a fucking goalie. And, and I just I think he's going to clamp things down today. The, the, the Ducks offense just I don't think they're going to put a lot of pressure on him. And, and you know, Gibson's going to give up three, four goals. So I think puck line's probably a good play. What, what can you get? You, you can't still get what, what's plus one fifty six plus one fifty minus Oof. one and a half. Oof. Man, I like that. That's definitely yeah. worth it. Yeah. All right. And then maybe take the under. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What else you got? That's it for for me. Yeah, that was just that was just the one game. There's only four on the board today. Panther, are you on anything else? No, they're they're unbettable. I don't like it's really bad. Yeah, I I don't like this. I see the Minnesota Wild shifting pretty quick here. Minus 130 now, minus 155 up to minus 170. Ah, man. Um, I just yeah, it's I the, the. I don't know. I, I got this as more of a 50-50 game. Mm. Neither team is playing extraordinary hockey. You look at recency here, and it really does become a coin flip game. The Minnesota Wild just not that unbeatable team at home anymore. Where I mean, Vegas just can't get a win. So, I mean, I, 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 it's too much money to pay for Minnesota, I think. Is that, um, I don't pay that much attention to this, but isn't the trade deadline coming up here today, really soon? Right? Should be today. Yeah. Yeah. Today. yeah, yeah. So, there, so there's been some trades over the weekends. There's been some interesting ones uh, that have happened. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, hey, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe Mark Andre Fleury goes back to gold, oh. the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would actually be an improvement, I think. <laughs> The Bruins Canadians. Uh, looks like people are jumping ship off the Bruins here. You know, minus two forty five down to two thirty. Single digit money on the Bruins. Why are everyone jumping on Canadians? Huh? Everyone's jumping on the Canadians. So something's mm. up with the Bruins as well. Yeah, it might be a nice little, uh, nice little value play on, on Montreal. I mean, I had the you know, nowhere near the fucking implied probability for Montreal, but still, I mean, money seems to love it. Uh, public, public overwhelming on 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 the Bruins though. Last time I checked, you love so. to see it. You love to see yeah. something like that developing. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, maybe a little flyer there, the Canadians. Got a comment here. Iceberg says he wants the Minnesota Wild money line. All right. Godspeed. Godspeed, man. Can't, I can't trust that team. They are playing Vegas, though, so. That's fair. Fair point. Fair there point. we go. All right. It was a rocky show, but we got through it. What did we talk about? I can't remember. Was it we're talking about people throwing cell phones into the crowd? Max trying to make me feel bad for heckling professional athletes. Yeah, we talked about the NBA, a little bit of uh, college basketball, and we talked about hockey, Max. That's it. 
That is it. Download the DGENS app for Android or iOS. Listen to anything but our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Guess what? I used to just heckle the Mets bullpen all the time. I really think I made Braden Looper cry out there oh. once. So <laughs> apologies. A, a really apologies to Braden Looper. Uh, Panther, take us home. Uh, let's get out of here with another lackluster effort at a Panther parlay. But I do like those Utah Jazz, Toronto Raptors, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll put those three together. That'll be your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, Discord. Join the book club. Shoot the shit with us. We talk about all of our picks, golf, UFC, whatever. Oh, there was a fight I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, But, yeah, get in there and shoot the shit with us. We'll shoot right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do tonight. When it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.